Hi guys, you are listening to Muse the Podcast. Thank you for tuning in on our first pilot episode. First and foremost, I just want to give a huge thank you to City of Refuge. We are currently using their facilities to record, and so we just want to give a huge shout out to them. Go ahead and follow them on Instagram at City of Refuge Sacramento. Um, they are just an incredible organization that's all about giving back to the community, and we are just so thankful for the opportunity to use their space. So on today's first episode, we're going to be interviewing Isaiah. Isaiah, go ahead and give him a shout out. Hey guys, how's it going? Yes, so Isaiah will be helping me record for this first season, and we're super excited to be working together. He has another podcast um, that we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, But Isaiah, to just start out, why don't you just tell him where you're working, what life looks like, what does an average week feel like? Yeah, so... Currently, I work at Dutch Bros Coffee, where we serve some of the best coffee you can get. Um, (laughs) uh, I'm 23, and when I'm not, like, slinging beans and making coffee, I am doing YouTube, and I am doing my own podcast and helping design merch for my own stuff. So I'm doing, trying to do it all, young entrepreneur stuff. Yes, yes. I feel like that's a lot of people right now, especially with coronavirus. I feel like everyone is just like... What are the, all the things that I wish I could have yeah, been literally. doing before? <laughs> Let me start doing Random them. Random <laughs> TikTok stars and stuff like that. No, seriously. So I think the purpose of Muse is just to really um, bring artists together. I really want to give a platform to creatives and SAC, even if you're not currently solely making your income from your art craft I think it's really important to just come together talk about it share what we're working on you know have fun together just have good conversation and so I'm really excited um to be starting this with you and I'm really like thankful that you're helping me yeah, um it's gonna be a fun journey definitely an interesting uh yes yes so let's start out talking about the guest house that's yeah. great <laughs> I'm very excited about that yes, the guest house isn't she's not referring to an actual home that's no the podcast <laughs> yes so I know that it started as something else, right? Yeah. So, so kind of give me background because I don't know the story of that. So the Guest House podcast was originally called Yeah Man, which you can okay. still find the very first and only episode of Yeah Man on my YouTube channel. Um, basically, I I realized that like I really want to do radio one day. I think like a talk show host I love is that. something like I could just master. Totally. And so I did the Yeah Man uh, podcast, but then it kind of fell off. Um, I went. I was going through like some. Uh, I would say like a blockade of okay. thought for a while. And then what happened was I went around and I switched it to the, like I was thinking like what what's interesting, what's cool. And I thought of the guest house and because like where I record it is in a very small room. Love that. And it makes people feel like they're in the guest house. Cause I mean, I, I live in a big house, but I have a small room. So yeah. it's kind of like if you have a big house and a little house on the property. Totally. So the guest house makes you feel comfortable. And I love that's kind that. of where I'm at. And yes. a lot of it too is like, um, the whole first like season I would say is me just, rec- uh, interviewing my friends from Dutch. I love that because a lot of people see like who you are on one side of the window, but they don't know who you are on the other side of the window. Yeah. And so it gives people an opportunity to kind of learn about each other and kind of see like, Oh, Isaiah is more than just the crazy loud guy at work where he does this and this outside of it. Totally. Yeah. And that's that's crazy that you said that of like almost the window separating. I think that's totally like my love for the podcast world and really what my heart for Muse to hopefully develop it into um, is just this idea that especially when it comes to creatives and like 
people who are working on their craft and really trying to pursue that. We see them on social media. We see their online persona. We see their maybe their stage persona, you know, depending on their art. And I think it's really easy to make assumptions about who they are and, you know, just their character, their vibe, you know, all of the things. But when you really sit down and have a conversation with someone, I think it really just pulls back, you know, some of those... Um, like onions yeah yeah like the facade that we put up and sometimes i think it's like armor of like oh this is who i have to be in order you know to feel comfortable because this is who i'm used to being but i think just coming together in a in a little room like the guest house you know and just just talking and just really being yourself you know yeah i relate a lot to like uh, it sounds weird but it's like pro wrestling kind of in a way yeah uh like if, if anyone listening is familiar with pro wrestling, but I feel like Rey Mysterio is a very well-known okay. person and you watch him and he wears a mask like every, everywhere he goes, everywhere you see him in appearance and stuff, he has a mask on. He's always wearing his mask. He's always like, that's who he is. His people know totally. him as. And as soon as he takes it off, he's a different person. He's yeah. not Rey Mysterio. I forgot what his real name is, but that's yeah. just like his ring name. No, like totally. And so I feel like with, you know, Muse and even like the guest house, it gives people opportunity to kind of just say like hey i'm more than just like a stage i'm more than just uh a vlogger i'm more than totally. just a podcast like this is who i am you know? yeah and hopefully it gives space too for those more more open and honest and more raw conversations you know yeah i've had some like really like good conversations with people even the past ones like i've had my assistant manager on i've had one of my close friends harlow on uh I had my friend maddie on who maddie she's a uh, kind of struggling with like nicotine addiction wow. and stuff like that and so we know we were able to talk through that. And even my friend Key, who's like randomly got famous on TikTok, who went oh, from like cool. 100 followers to like 21,000 in what like in a few, world? few weeks. So it's like, and you get to sit there and talk to them. You get to have like, you see where their heart's at and you realize that like, oh yeah, you're more than just this. Like there's stuff going on too. Totally. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more just about where your creative journey started, kind of the just progression from learning, oh wow, like, I'm a creative, I'm artistic, I like these type of things to now the guest house and all the things that you're doing. Yeah, uh, I would say it started when I was like really little. I started, I really got into art. I was, art was like a big thing and uh, you kind of create your own worlds like when you, that, that such cheesy line, but like drawing outside the lines, like I totally. didn't even, lines weren't even a thing. I would like make my own, yeah. you know? And so uh, it kind of started there and then just progressed over time to, you know, I started watching like movies and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, like what if I took like this imagination I had and I turned it, I, I think honestly like WWE and stuff helped with that too, because well, I yeah. would watch like the rock be like this funny, funny, like really funny person. I'm like, I think I can, I could probably do stuff yeah. like that. And, um, then as, as it just progressed and as I got older, I was like, well, what platform can I use to do this? And I found YouTube and I'd watch sketches and sketch comedy and stuff like, you know, like Chappelle's show and, different little sketch comedies like mad tv and saturday night live like those things really showed like you can do sketch comedy and this creative stuff on like such a bigger bigger scale yeah and so then i was like all right what do i do next and then i started getting into like video editing and photoshop when i was in high yeah. school and then throughout high school like i was like all right let me try to make things different let me try to be weird i don't know why i love being okay. like weird with things totally um and eventually i formed a, a group called uh it's the entertainment with some of my with some of my friends from high school yeah and we also made music i I didn't really like our music at the time 
no no shade to them now i love them still but i didn't i wasn't i've never been like a music person totally uh and so then i ended up leaving and started doing my own thing and now uh i found vlogging i watched like david dobrik and stuff like someone who i started watching i was like totally "Hmm, maybe my life is interesting and now it's kind of just grown from there and now like podcast is just fun i like i like talking to people yeah i think the thing about youtube that's just been so interesting to me is that it is no longer about watching someone on a movie screen become a different person you are now famous for yourself you know literally and it's so much less about oh is my life entertaining and more so about how can i make my life entertaining and do things and push the limits and the boundaries and i think that's what draws people to youtubing and to to watching youtube i mean like some of my favorites are probably some of the more problematic people on YouTube simply yeah. because their lives are interesting. And if I'm going to watch anything, it needs to feel like a movie, you know? Yeah. Well, even like this past uh, video I'm putting out probably by the time this is already out. Um, me and my friends drove to Reno. Okay. And we spent $110 at Cane's raising <laughs> Cane's chicken. When you tweeted that, I was kind of upset that I wasn't invited, but it's all good. A lot of people said thanks for the invite, and I'm like, it's a five-person car, and there's uh, six of us. I would have fit in the trunk. It's okay. That's it. But it was, like, stuff like that, like, clickbait is, like, such a big thing. Totally. And so it's like, I spent how... We spent this much money at Kane's Chicken. It's like... Yeah, 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 yeah. what the heck? Yes, I love that. So... I know that we've talked a little bit just about in the comedy world, this this idea of um, comedy being one of those armor things, you know, as used to, um, you know, whether it be something that you're insecure about, making a joke about it or, you know, whatever it is. Um, I'd love to just if you were fine with it, just share a little bit about um, maybe within your own life experiences that. Um, comedy has either helped you or, you know, maybe been some of those coping mechanisms that we so often use, you know, um, cause I think it's important to share those things and to really, you know, if this is a real raw open platform to really be like, Hey, like, yeah, my life is funny and it's a joke, but at the end of the day, like this is where it comes from, you know? Yeah. Um, my life, my life is, was it? Hi, my life is really crazy. Um, no, my <laughs> life, my life has been crazy, and so one thing that I know comedy really helps me with is getting out of awkward situations. Totally, especially like I use it like a Dutch so much to get out of like the window. Like mm-hmm. I'll say something that like someone didn't understand, and I look at them and go, "Well, I'm just gonna casually walk away from you now, and we'll both share a laugh, and yeah. I'll, I'll we'll, like walk away." <laughs> but when it comes to like using it as like a coping mechanism, it definitely is. So I think of like I was in a relationship and. Like, the relationship, how it ended, like, it really hurt me. And so mm. now I make, like, relationship jokes a lot. Like I'm, yeah. like, I'm open about joking about it. I've gotten in a lot of trouble for joking about totally. it. Totally. But, I mean, that's in, like, a different light and people kind of suck. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> people do suck. <laughs> uh, and then when it comes to, like, you know, like, my body image and stuff like that, like, mm. I realize that if I can't, like, laugh at myself, then I can't laugh. Yeah. Like, like life, life is fun. And, you know, if there's stuff I want to change about me, then I'll change it. But at the end of the day, like, I feel like... You know, I know my life has sucked growing up. Totally. I know I've gone through so much crap. I know everything has been like, hasn't been the greatest, hasn't been the most perfect. But like if I can help change someone's perspective and like, dude, sharing a laugh can change like someone's entire year. Totally. And so if I can do something like that, 
just with making fun of myself for a little bit. Yeah. Cause I'm at the point where I'm secure. I know who I am. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I'm not worried about that, but if people are trying to figure out who they are and instead of making fun of them for who they're not, like encourage them to be something. Yeah. They can yeah. Be. And I think specifically in the comedy world, like using that, joke as almost a buffer for a more real conversation you know like in in those jokes about body image and things like that like you're making a joke about it but at the end of the day like you're hoping that someone feels seen in that joke you know and be like hey like yeah he's like me you know and and I think that's something that even in musicians like when we talk about writing and just the process of that I think that's every musician's dream you know is like if one person can be touched by this you know um and I think that that's a human thing I think that that's something that's necessary and I know that we've talked a little bit about censorship and even just people getting upset about content that we're making or jokes that we're making you know I know, especially for me, like I have a lot of people pleasing tendencies and, you know, really wanting to um, make sure people like me. And and I think I used to care a lot more. I think I'm really growing out of that. But that's been definitely um, something that I'm trying to work through and spending a lot of money and counseling on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is, man, a hundred bucks an hour, but please take all my money. Um, no, but, but what has that been like for you just within your own art journey? And I know we've talked a little bit about church hurt and, you know, some of the, the real pain that comes through that, but would you mind just sharing with the listeners? Uh, yeah. So, uh, more background, I guess, myself is I've been, uh, I'm still a Christian. I'm a, I'm a YouTuber who's Christian, not a Christian YouTuber. And yes. I have to clarify that with people a lot. Okay. Um, but I've been with the church and I've been following God and everything since 2015. And so it's been a while. And as soon as I got in, I was put into this leader form Yeah. and this leader spotlight kind of. And so for the past five years, I've literally been under this uh, microscope. And so, um, a lot of my content as it's gone on, I've realized like I watered it down. I made it something I didn't like. And so like my posting would be inaccurate or I would, I would make something and I would, I would show it to people and they'd be like, Oh, I don't think that's good enough. Yeah. And then I would just delete it and I would yeah. get rid of it. Like there's probably, I might vlog 35. There's probably, I would be at vlog like 50. Wow. If I, if I kept some of this stuff. Yeah. And so, um, guy can even recall where I, I told a story where my ex, literally almost like ran into me in the parking lot oh my gosh and i told that story in a video (laughs) and i never received so much hate from people about it it's like you're bashing them and blah 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 and i was like what do you like i'm not bashing anybody like this is a story time video (laughs) they almost bashed me totally like that's known so you know i i in which this will probably get some flack for it too but at the end of the day like i want to put out i want to put stuff out that i'm happy with and i think the the biggest thing i struggled with was that uh Everyone told me what was okay, yeah. but I knew in my heart like what I liked and what yeah. I wanted to do. And just because something isn't okay to you doesn't mean it's not okay with me. Yeah. Like, there are things that I have, which is another topic in itself, but they're just viewpoints that I have where I feel like I'm like, I don't think I'm doing anything wrong with how I act as long as I'm, you know, staying true to who I am, mm-hmm. you know, and that's if people have an issue with it, then they have an issue with it. Yeah. And I think it's important, especially in the Christian world to, um, allow the Holy Spirit to convict people and not to push your convictions on other people, you know? Yeah. And, and something that I don't remember who said this or who told me it, but, um, 
I heard this quote one time that it basically said, like, you have to be okay with the fact that you're the bad guy in someone else's story, you know, and I am the bad guy in someone else's story. Like, there are people who don't like me, and that is none of my business, you know, like, at the end of the day, I have hurt people, and it is my job to own up and to rectify those situations, but also other people have hurt me, and it's my own story to share and to be like, you know, I hate the term, like, oh, stand in your truth, like, that's such, like, a corny phrase, but at the end of the day, like, we all have a story, and we've all been through things, and there's also, I think it's important to realize that there's also other experiences that, you know, you and I might go through the same exact things, but come out with totally different perspectives, and I was, I was talking to my brother about that, because, you know, we had the same parents, we went through all of the same things, but, you know, I'm a Christian, and he is not. I have a certain, you know, uh, character and personality and I'm a little bit more loud and out there and he's a lot more reserved and a little bit more to himself. And, and I think it's just proof of the fact that like something that might've hurt me might've not hurt him. And in those situations of even relationships and old things, it's like you get to have your story and to stand in that and to really acknowledge like, no, these are the things that hurt me. And you know, whether they meant to try to run over me or not, that's how I perceived it. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, perception is reality, you know? And, and even with that, I made it, I made it very funny. Yes. I made it very funny. No one laughed. (laughs) Nobody, nobody laughed. But in, in my defense, not, well, I'll just, I'll leave, I'll leave it at this. There were sides picked during the breakup, and the people on her side hated it. The people on my side were like, dude, that's funny. And the big thing about, I was told by someone was like, sometimes like YouTube's are really about shock and awe or like problematic Totally. People. And so I was like, best shock and awe I got right now. Yeah. And so now, now they have, now that's it. And yeah. after that, they made an uh, Instagram page for their Corgi. So. Man. Man. And I follow it. It's a, cre- it's a cute dog. It's a cute you dog. are so problematic. It's still <laughs> a cute dog. I mean, honestly, it really is. It's okay. You know, we are all on our own journeys and we're all just trying to make it at the end exactly, of the day. Yeah. And we're all just trying to be happy. And at the end of the day, like, stuff happens. If that dog's <laughs> account gets verified before me, then I'll be pissed. Oh not my lie. gosh, you're gonna be bitter? Oh yeah. That is... I'll block and report it. <laughs> That's hilarious. This is not their dog. You this are not, not okay. <laughs> no, it's not. But it's okay. Yes. Love you guys. Just kidding. Shout out their corgi. They're Stormy. a great dog. Stormy the corgi. Okay, too many details. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Um, okay. No, no, no. It's fine. So, getting back a little bit to just create and the things that we're working on um if i hate the the question of like what's your five-year goal because i think even if you had one it probably wouldn't be what actually happens but um if you did have a a five-year goal of what your um creative journey would look like what's your end goal like would you rather be a youtuber or a podcaster or all of the above you know there's really no limits but what are your goals and aspirations and dreams um, if I can make money doing this, then like I will. Uh, at the end of the day, when it comes to like where I work at right now with Dutch, even if I started making money off YouTube and stuff, I would still keep that job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say like I'm working on getting sponsored and getting merch out. Um, 
Paul, like one of the people I live with, is actually uh, has his own clothing line company called Be awesome. Active. He they go through like twenty four hour uh, uh, CalFit. Okay. So if you ever go to CalFit and you see Be Active, like totally. I know him. Um, but he's gonna help me design merch and stuff like that and start putting that out, and so people can uh, buy it. And then kind of just building my brand up. The hope is that you know the Guest House podcast becomes something that people like start following and regularly listening to and my YouTube channel, people start getting a little more entertained by that and yeah. stuff and it starts growing and hopefully one day, you know, I'll be at VidCon or something like that and so I'll be like, that. I remember watching you when you, uh, when you're on the Muse podcast. Yes. One, I'll be like, yeah, no, I remember. <laughs> you're like, yes, I, I was there. I know. But That's yeah, definitely but, the dream. But honestly, like at a five year plan, like I can't tell you what five months from now is going to look like. Totally. So I'm just trying to take it uh, like day by day. Yeah. That's yeah. such like a NBA player, like, <laughs> Pop out answer, <laughs> but such honestly, a response. Like, yes. day by day, I just try to figure <laughs> it out. You're like, no, but really, I figure out my day when I wake up. No, <laughs> I'm, literally. I'm like, the same way. I think I'm probably recording two more podcasts today for the guest house. That's so, so dope, like, though. So you just got to figure stuff out. That is so dope. So um, I know we've kind of talked about L.A., and I think it seems like such the cliche YouTuber thing to do now of everyone moving to L.A., um, but what do you see there? What is, you know, why is that a part of the goals or the dreams? Um, where do you want to be? Um, I, I just understand that L.A. has such an opportunity. Oh, no. Oh. Uh, L.A. has such an opportunity for, like, creation. It's such an opportunity to kind of just take over, really. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, I have the desire to live like in the actual city of LA okay. because I hate traffic with yes. a burning passion. <laughs> but I do have a desire to be in that environment because I imagine like I can. There are people I meet like content creators, even like smaller ones who I see. I'm like I feel like we will hit it off. I feel like we'll be really good friends totally. and stuff like that. And so, um, and kind of like building that connection, but not doing it with the intention for me to get big, but doing it because I look at I look at people and I'm like I feel like you don't have. Like, I feel like you have friends in your life, but you don't have those moments where you can, like, sit and have, like, a deep heart-to-heart conversation. Yeah. You know, I want to be that person who, you know, we can have a crazy, insane time, but at the same time, we sit down and we have, like, a deep talk that's not recorded, that's not anywhere else. But And and so that's just the hope is that I can go to L.A. um, and do all that. But if I could do that in Sacramento and I could just travel to L.A., then I'll do that and travel to L.A. Yeah, I love that. I love that your heart is really also about the people you know because I think that's definitely my heart and even why I just like wanted to start this whole thing was because I just have a burning passion to just talk to creative people and to just make sure that they know that I love them that Jesus loves them that they are worthy that they you know they deserve success (laughs) like i'm tired of starving artists you know (laughs) i know and i feel like even like for me like listening to i like love listening to music and you can hear people who are who started out like in the same boat as me yeah and uh someone who i super 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 love following and uh miss as well but juice was a person i really looked up to when it came to that because he he started in i guess with the guest house to be considered too of like a small room and totally he would, just, he would just do him yeah and eventually you know he supposed to be one of the biggest upcoming artists of 2020 yeah um unfortunately we lost him but like even his music and his words can speak to people in a sense where it's like he's he's done songs where he's like like 
really dark and then he helps find the light and you no know, and i think that's just something that you know i never want to be in the darkness but if we help bring people to the light then that's kind of yeah a win for me yeah i get that what would you say um i mean i know we're talking about juice world and all of that but what would you say is like the biggest thing that really um artistically inspires you what gets you going like what makes you want to wake up in the morning other than slinging beans? <laughs> um, I would say it's, uh, I would guess it's my suffering, really, hmm. where it's like me, like being down yeah. and kind of that understanding that I don't want to be in the same spot I was the day before. Hmm. And so then that's kind of it. I really am just motivated to be successful and I don't want to fall back. Yeah, I guess when you say you're suffering, what does that because that's such a kind of artistic yeah. way <laughs> to um, explain it, which I love. But also, like, what's the root of that? Where does that stem from? Um, I would say my suffering stems from like my childhood growing up hmm. and just realizing that, you know, I grew up with like divorced parents and, yeah. you know, when. You have parents arguing a lot and yelling a lot. And, you know, I grew up with brothers who did drugs and you have all this around you. It's like, where can I escape to? Totally. And the only place you can really escape sometimes is your thoughts and yeah. your drawings and your art and your channel. And so when I would like when I fall asleep and I wake up, I use those points in my life to like, OK, we're not we're not going to be at this point again. Yeah. And so that's really it. Like, I really just use that those dark times for me to kind of help find peace yeah. And help bring like happiness to people. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. Um, that's awesome. So, you know, it's crazy that you said that cause you know, my parents were also divorced and I don't really remember a time where they were married. Um, cause I was pretty young when they separated and I have memories of like coming down in the middle of the night and like seeing my dad sleeping on the couch and I know that that stemmed from like the fact that they were not sleeping in the same room and now that I'm older I know stories of like them living together but not being together and all of that was very confusing growing up um but I just remember missing my mom a lot you know and and that feeling of being you know unwanted unloved abandoned you know was a huge one um and I think that that's really fueled a lot of my art, too, you know, and a lot of my own creative expression. And this idea of getting together with, you know, two people and just sharing our stories, you know, I think that that's really important to me. And I think that that's what I really hope Muse is a platform for is just stories, you know, and we can talk about what we're making and creating and all of that. But at the end of the day, I just want it to be a place for stories. And so I just want to thank you for being here. I'm just Anytime. so glad that we get to do this little journey together and talk to more people. And yeah, I'll literally be here every week. Yes. <laughs> I mean, literally, you kind of have to be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I just want to thank you, listeners. I hope that you enjoyed the first episode of Muse, the podcast. Um, Isaiah, before we leave, I just want to ask... What are you watching on Netflix? Okay. What are you listening to? And what is your muse or what inspires you? Um, okay, so Netflix. Netflix, listening to, and muse. I've been really into Avatar because Uncle Iroh is one of the wisest people. <laughs> okay, yes. Ever meet. Um, a classic. Leaves on the Vine is a slapper. Okay. Um, what I'm 
was it when I'm watching? Yes, what are you oh, watching? No, I'm listening to. When I'm, yeah, when I'm li- listening, to. listening to. Sorry. Um, by the time this comes out, Juice World's album will be out. Oh yeah. So I'll be listening to that. Uh, okay. What I'm listening to right now, I guess the most recent. I could pull up my Spotify. <laughs> I was listening. I listened to What's Poppin' Remix. Okay. Fast by Juice <laughs> World. And Mr. Brightside by The Killers. I love that. Those I don't know any of those songs. things. <laughs> Never heard. Mr. Maybe I have. Was it Jealousy? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm so bad at song names. Yeah, it's no, really it's okay, bad. Okay, lastly, what is your muse? Um, I guess just the kids out there who were once in the same spot as me, who yeah. were in a dark spot. And I wake up and I hope that one day they see my stuff and yeah. it brings them out and they hear this and they're like, wow. So I don't have to just be a freaking nobody. I can go be totally. somebody if I just try. And so yes. that's kind of it. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much. And thank you, listeners. Tune in next Friday for our second episode. Be looking out on Instagram and follow Muse the Podcast. Oh, Isaiah, shout yourself out real quick. Where can they find you? You can find me at uh, underscore I Allred on Instagram. You can also listen to my podcast that comes out. I will be post Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Wow. On, on You can find us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google podcast and anchor.com amazing it's the guest house podcast and it's a fun time come hear about some crazy dutch people yes i love it all right thank you for listening to muse the podcast bye guys bye